0: Hello, my dear friends, my dear listeners, and welcome back to Your Entrepreneur Story. Last time we started talking about the tips on doing online meetings on Zoom. And basically, I shared with you five tips that I thought they were really important for being successful when you are doing online meetings, independent of the fact that they may be uh, like conference with more than a few people or that you are doing a one-to-one meeting, including a negotiation or a discussion with a new potential client or an existing client that may want to go further and have a different contract with you. And while I was recording that podcast, I remember thinking of, but there are so much more tips that i want to share with you and um, i was keep uh, talking and recording a little bit more than that therefore i wanted to share with you this as a second part of the previous episode and hopefully you'll find it uh, relevant because every single time every single day i'm on zoom on uh, Cisco, on Teams and many others online tools. And every single time I'm watching the person in front of me and realizing how many things that person could have done differently not necessarily in a relationship with myself. But whatever that person is doing while she was talking with me, I'm quite sure she's repeating in any of her meetings or his meetings, of course. So hopefully this is um, value added for you, because the most um, we are trying and the more we are following what we are doing on online, what we are doing on a video, on a Zoom meeting, the more we are able to improve, like everything that we are doing in life. And uh, hopefully these new tips are helping you. And I'm looking forward, obviously, to hear how this is working and what are the challenges that you may have while doing that. Ready? Let's start. By the way, for those who didn't listen to the first episode or to the previous episode on this uh, topic, please do so. Like always, um, our podcast is available forever so you can go back and listen how many times you want and I'm sure you will find something that is valuable even if you listen for it on a second time. When you have a meeting with a lot of people these tricks are very important but when it comes down to one-to-one meeting meaning just you and another person i've seen a lot of people incapable of seeing themselves you see how many times you know you see a lot of, of uh, funny videos on, on on youtube and so on on internet. But basically, I've seen a lot of people that are showing up to uh, a one-to-one meeting uh, without getting dressed, without even realizing that the camera is its own, without even realizing that the mic is its own, or they are not fully dressed, you know, they are only dressed halfway and then they have to, you know... Uh, raise up and, and, you know, reach for the glass of water and then you see their underwear or stuff like that. But the thing is like, despite the fact that it may be funny to see it, it also changed the perspective the other person have on you. So I would say, no matter what you are doing, Keep it professional because you want to have the trust of the person in front of you. And for God's sake, you know, for those who are so relaxed that are eating and drinking during a one-to-one meeting or a different meeting, please don't do so because you want, again, to be the owner of the meeting. You want to be the professional in the meeting. You want to sell. And this is not how people will trust you. Of course you can be authentic of course you can make jokes of course, of course you can be in a more comfortable um, outfit but nonetheless you are professional and you want to look this way also what it seems really really important in order to actually close the deal is to be able to inspire trust so you want to make sure that um, in this kind of interaction you also uh, keep some silence and observe and you're still giving the impression that you are watching the other person in the eye. So so when you are in a meeting like that, online meeting, it's not about capturing the attention only because you're speaking all the time. Sometimes some silence are very welcome. Some tricks, by the way, may include the way you place your computer so the camera can be at the level of your eyes. And the way you may place the... Um, uh, maybe the window, you know, the window is the other person, just under your camera, you can place it manually, basically, so you can see that um, small picture that is showing the, the person on the other side, just under your camera, which means that you can actually look into that person's um, face, uh, I mean, watch that person, but also look into the camera, so they have a feeling that you watch them in the face, in the, in the eyes. And by the way, when you stand up, a lot of people are doing meeting stand-up, you want to make sure that the computer is elevated to the level of your head. For the same reason, because you want to be comfortable watching directly the camera and not some other parts, or, you know, watching down or watching up, which is bizarre uh, when, uh, when you, you see it from the other person, isn't it? Um, online, uh, when you are online, please remember... Something that is so important, and a lot of people are are forgetting it. You are the owner of the meeting. You see, you can require people to keep the camera on all the time. You can uh, not let people in that you don't know, for example. Or if they come in and they don't have camera on, you can, you know, push them out of the meeting as well. Uh, you can cut everyone mics. Uh, you can remove any comments that you don't want. You can uh, decide when people are asking questions and so on and so forth. So that is quite important because this is how a lot of people may lose uh, control of the meeting. So they are not really owning the meeting. And when you don't own a meeting, when you are not the owner of the meeting, it's very difficult to uh, look self-confident to gain their trust and to sell, and obviously to close any deal. And um, by the way, uh, one one final trick: um, the best way to deal with larger meetings, uh, so when you have more participants, is to have someone who do um, all the admin part, all the meeting or- or organization for you. Um, people that are for example uh, letting people in um, asking questions for for those people you know or ask them to uh, you know mute their computer or unmute their computer raise their hands share some documents and so and so forth because it's so much more difficult to um, deal with the presentation in itself, so you being presenting and being present and being, you know, sharing all your information and in the same time being disturbed with, you know, people coming in, people losing connection, people asking questions, people, you know, raising hands and you don't see it, etc, etc. So, definitely I will encourage you to, to have somebody that can help you uh, and you can, by the way, if you don't have somebody that is, is having this kind of role, you can peer with somebody and, you know, help each other out. So, in one meeting uh, where you are the lead presenter, uh, the other person can be the assistant and when the other person is the lead presenter, you can do the assisting part for them. What else? Um. Okay. By the way, if you take notes on the computer, um, that is making noise. Uh, noise as well. So be sure that uh, you know this is not disturbing the other person. So make sure you validate with them. And um, obviously, don't don't forget to smile. It's uh, it's also very important. My meetings I will always finish them with some music, um, because like in any meetings, uh, what matters the most is not how good the content is. And by the way, I didn't speak much about the content all this time. Maybe I should, but maybe in another episode. But what is important is how you make people feel and um, what they keep out of it. You know, what story have you shared with them, including success story or failure stories? That's the most important. Yeah? And, um okay I'll give you another trip okay I, I keep I keep remembering all this stuff the value added of a online meeting um, and this is why I love them so much is that you can record them you may ask permission of course or if for participants that you will do so but the beauty of this is that you can watch yourself later and observe yourself what you have done, um, what have worked what had didn't work when you may probably lose the participants a little bit. And this is much more difficult to do on, uh, on, uh, on in person, isn't it? So you see, an online meeting, it will never be the same as a face-to-face meeting. So I would always recommend to have online only after you have meet in person. But they can be a great alternative to those as well. Hope you enjoy it and like always please share it with somebody that uh, may spend a lot of time on Zoom, that may find themselves a little bit tired or a little bit overwhelmed by being so much online. And for those who are uh, looking forward, please come and uh, check our I am in Paris meetings. We are doing our masterminds as well and we go deeply into this kind of topics. And the beauty of a mastermind is that we are live and you can ask questions and we can share directly with you. Till next time, enjoy. This is your entrepreneur story.